after two episodes that went from revisiting the changes that have affected Melcio and their fans, and the deep yet confusing distinction between Seiyu and Talento, it is time to get a bit technical. On episode 8, I mentioned that anime is one of the worst paying jobs Seiyu can get. But at the same time, most if not all Seiyu have multiple credits in anime because this is a field of work in which they can get a lot of exposure. But do you know how recordings work for anime? Perhaps some of you already know, but in this episode I bring you content that both newcomers and veterans will enjoy. Let's kick off this episode of Seiyu Lounge. Welcome to Seiyu Lounge, I am your host Vanessa and today's topic is How do anime recordings work? This is something that most fans of anime usually want to know about and those really geeky about Seiyu, like myself, want to know that extra bit of knowledge that helps further understand how the Seiyu and, similarly, the anime industries work together. I talked about Seiyu auditions on episode 9 of Seiyu Lounge and mentioned how those can play out and how some might be rigged from the start. As well as that, there is a lot of darkness in there that needs to be eradicated. I also mentioned the CU ranking system and their earnings on episode 8. For purposes of this episode, I am not going to revisit that darkness and pretend in an exercise that you, the listener, are a CU that just passed an audition and are ranked C in the CU ranking. Not that this affects in any way this exercise, but I will give you a bit of popularity and prestige with this ranking so that you don't feel like a rookie. You've just passed the audition for the anime series you always wanted to be in. For that audition, you've used the mock script, which is a script created just for that audition alone. It might have included scenes that will be later on be acted in an episode, or it might have something completely different that served to check if all the CU aiming for the role grasped perfectly the character and its emotions. Now that you have passed that trial with flying colors, you're officially part of the cast. A note that you don't want to do anything that will anger the producers or directors or you risk being dropped from the anime series. That includes not badmouthing them or the production you're in as well as not making any snide comments about a product placement or a theme that will be featured or explored in that anime series. Some of you might not be aware of these, but when you pass an audition and ultimately are chosen as part of the final cast, you now have a contractual obligation with that production. And if by any means you fail to respect those obligations, you will have to answer for the consequences that are laid out in the contract. It can end up with you being sacked from the anime and immediately replaced by another seiyuu that was aiming for that role but failed to do so. Not long ago, 
Kaito Ishikawa found himself in this bind. I know hardcore fans of his will defend him with all their might, and you should defend him at least and support him, just don't excuse him when he was aware, as a professional, that he has contractual obligations to respect, regardless if he agrees with those or not. Ishikawa went off about not drinking alcohol when he had recently been casted in an anime about, you guessed it, alcohol. It sounds like something people would made up, but it did happen. Ishikawa was bound by a contract, he was going to be in an animation about alcohol, and he spoke about how he didn't like it. If you were on the original creator, director and producer side, you'd feel betrayed because perhaps liking or enjoying alcohol to a certain degree might have been a criteria to choose the CU for that role, aside from their voice acting. It was quickly dropped from the role and replaced by Hiroki Yasmoto. This is one of the weirdest cases I have come across by CU, as they actually have a lot of caution when they speak in order to avoid issues, especially with their contracts that they have active with anime or games productions. With that being said, as a CU, you want to avoid getting on the bad side of directors and producers because you will blacklist yourself to any of their upcoming projects, regardless if it is about the same theme you don't enjoy, but that you have to keep quiet about, or not. Let's move on. The script. You are part of the main cast of an anime series. And, as it is common, you will have access to the Daihon, or script, in which there will be the lines of your character in it. It is your job to highlight what you want to put emphasis on, add notes, work the kanji you're not familiar with, using an electronic dictionary or just an old visit to an online dictionary, as well as places where you will be ad-libbing, you can also work that out with fellow CU on the series on how to play out that ad-lib if you want to. Work your script to your heart's content and be ready for the recording. Recording. That's the exciting part, but also where you must not fail or display a bad performance. All your practice will be put to test alongside the rest of the cast. However, one question that is often made is how long it takes, since the cast is decided, to start recording. I am not mentioning announced to the public, because that announcement might come a bit later in order to not show their cards to other productions in the same season, or because not everyone is officially in. How long it takes really differs from production to production, in some cases, the cast is decided and, a couple of weeks later, the recordings are already taking place. In other cases, and because anime is seasonal, say you are recording one or two anime seasons in advance of the season in which that anime is going to air. But that differs a lot, because schedules for all Seiyu need to be on the same page for recordings to kick off, the production of the anime needs to be at a point in which at least the CU can have access to the rough animated scenes to give them context 
and at least some visual cues that help enhancing their performance. One thing that we can conclude from these is that recording in advance is key. The most time there is between the start of the recordings and the airing date the best because it gives time to work on any imperfections or if something needs to be changed for those changes to take place and the cast recording once again lines for it or even doing retakes if the director feels the need to. At the same time, you, as the CU, will get a rehearsal video to which you can check your script, work on timing for your lines, emotion, inflections and the sort. It is really handy as CU already go to the recordings having a bit of notion of how the character looks and how slow or quick the character talks or any quirks they may have. If you're voicing a character with the original accent, you have basically one of three options. Get in touch with a fellow CU that is from that region or that is really comfortable doing that accent and ask for tips. Listen to reference CDs that all talent agencies have available. Or learning once again using an electronic dictionary. Japanese are really big on this. Now let's see how recording sessions are arranged and how they work. Say you like Yukikaji, Satoshi Hino and Shinosuke Tachibana in the past showed how their schedules are arranged and mostly packed. And one thing is common. Anime work is done in two batches, one in the mornings and another in the afternoons. Given how anime directors want CU's voices to be in top form, sessions usually don't take more than 4 or 5 hours. In that way, you avoid straining your voice and, with a bit of rest and some honey or any other cool voice medicine, you're ready to go for your next voice acting gig. Although it is not certain whether this is a rule in the industry, it is known from what most CU have documented in magazine interviews or variety appearances that anime recordings start at 10 a.m. This is the first batch of recordings. The second batch of recordings tends to kick off at 4 p.m. Of course, not all CU have a lot of anime work, so many will have this or the first block available to do other work they may have, music, modeling, variety, apparel design, etc. Anime is, as we all know, around 30 minutes per episode. Each episode is, for recording purposes, split into two parts, A and B parts. Sometimes we forget, maybe because we watch anime via a streaming platform or because we get anime episodes from illegal downloads websites, but there are commercials in the middle of each anime episode aired in Japan. When I visited Japan last year in September, I found myself watching a rerun of the original Dragon Ball on Tokyo MX, and in the middle of it there was a 5 to 10 minute commercial break. I was not expecting that at all, because I either watch anime from DVD sets, or from official streaming platforms and, as we all know, 
There are no commercials on DVD sets and on streaming platforms. As long as you have Adblocker installed, you won't be bothered by ads of any kind. So back to what I was saying. There is a commercial break in the middle of anime episodes. To avoid the unfortunate thing that happens, at least in my country, in which they put the commercial break at random, even cutting important parts of dialogue, in Japan anime is split into two parts, A and B, with the A part being before the break and the B part after the commercial break. It makes a lot of sense. In that way you get a clean, smooth transition to the commercial break and you can even toy around with the viewers by adding a cliffhanger in there. So, after you have prepared your script and checked it against the video materials that were sent to you and the schedule for the recordings is set, you are ready to hit the studio. Anime studios in Japan are almost all located in Tokyo. That's why I mentioned on episode 8 that CU want to be closer to the action as a reason why they move into Tokyo. It is a really expensive city to live in, but as long as you have the money, you can comfortably live there. Let's pretend for purposes of this episode that not only you are a C-ranked CU, but you also live in Tokyo. You need to head to the recording. Manager as you may already know, Seiyu have managers. They are responsible for working your schedule, look for opportunities for you such as auditions or get-togethers with influential directors or producers that may open the doors for more work for you in the future. They are also responsible for taking you to and from work. In that way, they ensure that you are safe from stalkers, they can also brief you on the day's activities and even check how your mental and physical health is by lending their shoulder to you. Of course, for all of this to happen, you need to have a manager assigned to you or hire your own in case you're a freelancer. And you also need to befriend your manager. Remember they can get you work with their connections in the industry. They attend get-togethers with influential people, they are the bridge between you and your talent agency and between you and anime productions. They know you and your habits. They know your health issues or things that need a bit more attention and that you, as a CU or your talent agency, don't want to be made known to the public. They can also be your closest friends and having a healthy relationship with your manager goes a long way. It is rumored in the industry that if a CU is not on the same page as their manager, they will not get any work or will drastically have their flow of work reduced. The manager has power to make a CU into a superstar, or being just another one in the sea of 10,000 professionals that this industry has registered. So yeah, be friends with your manager, a bit like Takuyeguchi and his manager. I remember that on one episode of Santaku, there was hilarious banter between both, with the manager of course being off-camera and without a mic, that showed that they are close to the point that Eguchi was trying to playfully bribe his manager with an expensive bag. This is the kind of thing that you want as a Seiyuu. 
a healthy relationship with your manager. If you have that, then they are your right arm and both are set to dominate the industry. Back to what I was talking about. Your manager comes to pick you up to work. There are some cases in which say you don't go to work with their managers and drive themselves to work or go by foot, bicycle or subway to the studio. Those that are more popular want to avoid crowds, so having the manager pick them up confers them a layer of comfort and safety. And they can also go over their scripts while the manager takes them to the recording studio. Once you arrive, you have a sort of dry rehearsal with the whole cast, directors and producers. Imagine those table reads that actors in Hollywood or Korean dramas have to attend before the recordings. Similar thing happens here. You go over the script, work alongside the rest of the cast and everyone gets a feel of where they are in terms of interpretation of the script with this session. You can also ask questions about what is expected of the emotion in a certain scene, understand the character's motivations and how the character interacts with others. You can also give feedback on what you feel or what you grasped from the script and the reading to the staff and exchange ideas in order to make the character or script easier to grasp for you. Once you're familiar with other CEU and no one no longer has questions about the script or direction, it is time to head to the recording. The recording process. Recording for anime is not that different from, for example, recording music. Say you record in a rather spacious recording room that is perfectly soundproofed. However, you need to pay attention to one thing. Professional dynamic and condenser mics are incredibly sensitive and they will pick even the quietest of sounds. So it is well known that say you should be dressed in comfortable clothing and have no jewelry or accessories whatsoever on them. If even the slightest noise is picked up by the mics, say you will have to re-record their lines, wasting precious time for everyone involved. That's why say you sometimes wear pretty baggy clothing and during recordings are most likely wearing slippers, as shoes also emit noise when moving inside the room. Inside the recording studio, there are usually several chairs at the back for CU to sit, in between their parts, and in front of those there are usually three to four mics and two or four screens in front of those. It depends on the studio used. For bigger productions with a big cast, there may be more mics and screens available. The mics will be shared between all CU. To avoid adjusting mic height for every single CU, the mics available for recording will be set at different heights, so you, as a CU, only have to use the one that is closest to your height up to the mouth. The screens in front of the mic have visual cues for CU to know when to speak, when to stop, as well as to follow the script along with keyframes or storyboards. Usually, the animation is still in its early stages during recordings, to better deliver their lines. As mentioned before, there are two sessions of recording anime for Seiyuu, mornings and afternoons, and anime episodes are split into two parts. 
If you are a regular in that anime series, it is certain that you'll be recording lines for more than one episode during that 4-5 to five hour session. If the cast is all in the same groove, not messing up takes, it is more than certain that more than two episodes will be recorded. Even that most CU have packed schedules, they can leave the recording as soon as all their lines for the session are recorded and quickly go to their next job on the schedule. Say you that are not regulars in anime might record lines alongside the main cast. It is not mandatory that say you should remain in the recording room once their lines are done. But if you have the time and want to learn more from the veterans or the stars in the anime, you might want to stay around and soak in that knowledge. See you that are recording minor or mob characters usually don't record in the same days as the main cast. An interesting note though, see you like Daisuke Namikawa and Mamoru Mienu have, for some anime series, recorded solo. This is a really rare thing that mostly happens with popular CU that have packed schedules and can't change those to meet the whole cast for recordings during the day, or those that are young and still attending school, or even those that were sick in the days of the recording. Although it is quieter and the CU usually only have to bother with their performance, it can prove to be tricky because you'll have to guess how the other CU you're acting with in a certain scene approach the interaction of the characters. Once again, this is not common. Back to our exercise. While you're recording in the studio, you glance to your right and notice a sort of glass window to another room. That's where the producer, director and sound director watch the actors work and from where they relay them practical feedback. That, of course, is relayed through a mic in the room to a speaker inside the recording room or studio. In some cases, the director might even exit that room and join the CU in the recording room to give them feedback or mention directly what is wrong in a certain scene, or how he wants the voice actor to convey the emotions of a certain character. An example is in the behind the scenes of the recording of Zankyo no Terror in 2014, the director, Shinichiro Watanabe, joined the main cast in the studio to give direct feedback to Kaito Ishikawa, as he hadn't still fully grasped the emotions of his character in a specific scene. This is not common, but some directors might be a bit vocal and more detailed and prefer to relay that face-to-face -face instead of through a mic. Then, when you've wrapped up all your lines in that anime series and production is wrapped up, it is time to bid goodbye to the cast and staff. Usually, a post-recording party is held and most, if not all the main and supporting cast, will attend it to thank the staff for their hard work as well as to hang out with the rest of the cast. Do not forget, the Seiyu industry is a business. Everyone is a connection worth having, so you want to make the most out of the post-recording party. Also, you want to have some fun after all the hard work. That's the end of the exercise for you. Thank you for participating.
I sure find the studio and production side of anime work to be really interesting. So I kind of got excited in here. I wanted to have a quick and to the point episode, but ended up going into a lot of detail in some sections. I hope it wasn't too confusing, but if I was, don't hesitate to hit me up in the comment section or on Twitter that I'd be more than glad to make things a bit clearer for you. As you can see, the work that goes towards recording anime is a lot. And there's a lot of people involved in the production as well as the staff that each CU has with them. And I didn't even talk about the designers and animators. Recording anime also takes a lot of time out of a CU's schedule. So tell me, how did it feel to experience the life of a CU recording anime? Were you familiar with what goes behind the production of anime? Let me know in the comments below. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the hand that feeds HQ's weekly mail CU and music related content, hit the subscribe button. I'll return next week with another episode of CU Lounge. Thank you for listening and see you guys around.